Self-service is your cosmic comfort zone. An inner beauty school where self-care is celebrated, where getting real with emotions is a treat, and an interest in thoughtful, funny conversations, weird wellness, and astrology is unabashed. It's where being a little self-indulgent isn't just a shame-free act of love. It's a necessary launchpad into a life that's wholly ours. In a world where we feel good about taking up space. Here, we serve our hearts. We learn. We talk shit. We grow. And we tune the F up. Self-service. Hi there. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Jericho Mandibur, the editorial director of Girlboss slash Side Hustling Tarot Witch. And this is a podcast about self-care and especially the super unashamedly woo-woo side of it. So today we're talking about manifestation, kind of again, but specifically how to create more abundance in your life. Yes, your life, whatever that means to you. So whether it's money, joy, safety, whatever you need, really, we'll learn how to call in the good stuff with your thoughts, your words, your actions. And hey, just by listening to this episode, you're kind of already doing it. So props to you. We'll be speaking to author and speaker and coach Gala Darling who's a big believer in the power of magic and manifestation, and she's going to tell us all about it. And after that, we'll hear from astrologer extraordinaire Jessica Lignato, who's going to teach us about what it actually means when people talk about aspects in astrology. Like aspects of what? You know, JK, but it's a really important part of understanding your birth chart and understanding everyday astrology too. So right now, though, it's tarot card of the week time. So... I'm going to invite you to roll your shoulders back, clear your mind just a little bit more, shake out your hands and feet if you want, just a nice nourishing breath in through the nose, sense anywhere in your body that might be tense, and with a big breath out the mouth, just release any tension that you might be holding on to, and feel free to do that a couple more times. While I let you know all about the Eight of Wands, yes. Wands are all about your passion, your creativity, your like life force that drives you forward to achieve your dreams, really. And when the Eight of Wands appears, it says that things are happening super fast, whether you want them to or not. So buckle up, sweetheart. This is about positive developments, acceleration, saying yes to whatever it is that brings you joy and lights a fire under your butt. So maybe recently you've done something daring or risky or something to lay the groundwork for some exciting developments. So soon you'll be able to see the direct result of those efforts and With the completion of goals comes new opportunities, so get excited for the future. And this is totally a manifestation card because it says aim straight and shoot for what you want and you just might get it. So stay focused, definitely avoid procrastinating on what you want if you can help it this week. And remember, it's all very exciting, but there's like never really any rush. Things are moving 
quickly, but you don't want your busy thoughts to get in the way of positive actions. So just trust in divine timing a little bit and see what happens. Gala Darling is the illustrious author behind Radical Self-Love, a guide to loving yourself and living your dreams. And she's also a speaker, a coach, and the leader of the Radical Self-Love Coven. She hosts webinars and creates online courses for witches and anyone else who wants to manifest more abundance in their life. And I'm so happy to have her on here today. Let's do some goddamn manifesting. Hi, Gala. Hi, how are you? I'm so good. Thank you so much for being here to talk about manifestation. So it's a word we hear a lot. What is manifestation? Like, how would you explain it to someone that was kind of more or less unfamiliar with the term? In some ways, manifesting is about creating something out of nothing. But what manifesting is really about is using your energetic frequency and your vibration more than your physical body. It's about really getting in alignment with what you want energetically so that you can create something in the real world and you kind of see proof of your energetic frequency. And I know that sounds extremely abstract and esoteric, so we can jump into that. Sure. So, yeah, like... People want to manifest abundance in their life in terms of their mindset, in terms of their behavior. They want to act like a magnet for good things. What does that look like in like a more kind of day-to-day way? Like what are people doing when they do that? The major thing to keep in mind about manifesting is it's all about how you're seeing the world. So things happen to us all the time and we really get the choice as to what we let those things mean. So if something happens, you can see it as like the universe is punishing you or you can see it as a stepping stone towards something greater. And when it comes to manifesting, the most important thing is feeling good on a regular basis. So that means that when something happens to you, you decide that it is a positive thing, that it means something good. It means that like the universe has your back. It means that things are always working out in your favor. I was in Tulum last year and I did this sound meditation that was really amazing. And one of the things that the guy leading it said that really stuck with me was that things are happening for you and not to you. And I think that's a really deep thought. And if you can choose to see your life that way, because everything is a choice, all of our behavior and our views are a choice. If you can choose to see things that way, it really helps you to feel good about your life. It feels less like you're just the victim of a cruel universe and like you, you get to ride the wave and feel good all the time. And that's, that's really helpful. Yeah. And how much of a role does like intention setting play in that kind of process of manifesting abundance? Like if people want to begin having more of this mindset, like is that the kind of starting point? Well, intention is important. I think what is more important really is knowing what your desires are. And I think that a lot of us are very stuck in our daily grind, you know, we look at our to-do list and we're like, okay, I'm going to send these emails. I'm going to write this article. I'm going to make these phone calls, but we're not really thinking about what really turns us on. Like what would be exciting to happen today? And so Mm. I think the first step is really getting clear on our desires. And 
I created this morning routine that I now do, which I'll explain to you in a moment. But this morning routine kind of blew my mind because when I started doing it, I realized how out of touch I was with my true desires. I really was operating on a like, okay, what do I have to do today? What do I have to do this week? And I wasn't really indulging fantasy or imagination or joy or pleasure at all. And so this morning routine that I now have, I call it the magical morning practice. And I love Mm -hmm. this so much. So what I do is when I wake (laughs) up, I grab my phone and I open the voice memo app and I start making a recording. And the recording is in three parts. The first piece of the recording is me talking about what I'm grateful for. And I like to get into as much detail as I can. I might talk for maybe a minute and a half or two minutes about things I'm really joyful about. And I try to be specific. I try to get really juicy about it. And the more detailed you can get about your gratitude, like the better it'll feel. So the first step is to talk about things that I'm grateful for. And the second step is to talk about my desire for the day, but I phrase it in the past tense. So I talk about it as if it's already happened. So for example, I might say, my desire for the day is that I had a really beautiful day. I got to sleep in, I saw my boyfriend, we had a really good conversation, we had great sex. Then I wrote like a really cool article and I went out to a party that (laughs) night, I met some really rad people, I had amazing dreams. So Mm -hmm. that's the second part, right? You talk about your desire as if it's already happened. And then the third part is that you say what your future desire is and you phrase that in the past tense as well. So you then say, and for my future desire, I'm really happy that my new book came out and the book tour is going really well. And I'm meeting all these amazing people all over the country. And then you finish recording and you send it to a friend, hopefully somebody, well, not hopefully, but definitely somebody that you know is going to upride that someone who's going to be excited for you and encouraging and supportive. And ideally somebody who would make one of those same messages for you and send it back. And there's something Aww. really powerful in this practice. It's um, it's something I started doing with a friend of mine who lives on the West Coast. And this is like how we built our friendship is by making these messages for each other every morning and sending them back and forth. Because you very quickly start to learn really deep personal things about someone when someone's telling you what they desire. It's very intimate, you know? And um, mm-hmm. I can't tell you how amazing this has been for my manifesting practice. Just this simple act of this ritual every morning is, has really transformed my life. That is so interesting and exciting. I really, really, really want to try that. And I think that you do a similar thing on social where you ask people to leave comments that are talking about their desires in the past tense. I think it's something that like Mm -hmm. everybody can try. And if you don't have like that one person you can call, like figure out another way to do it. Um, Totally. Put it it on my Instagram and then like find one of my other followers that wants to do it too. You know, like so many of my followers have found friendships within each other because they're all they're into the same thing which is really cool and speaking of those kind of daily actions and rituals that people can get into to help manifest abundance is there anything else Mm -hmm. that you talk to people about um, or recommend doing aside from the practice that we've just talked about I really think that, well, there's a lot of the things are very practical. So it's like, don't spend time with people that are going to shit on your dreams. 
Why would you do that to yourself? It's the fastest way to squash your vibration is to spend time with people that don't make you feel good about yourself, make you feel like you have to downplay who you are. Um, Mm -hmm. really being intentional about the people that you spend time with. It's so important. And I think, you know, that plus a gratitude practice and ideally the magical morning practice, just those Mm -hmm. two things alone will completely transform your world in a very short period of time. I started sharing about the magical morning practice online, probably, maybe two or three months ago. And I get Uh people every day saying that this is completely changing their life. And it's so easy. Like we all wake up in the morning and look at our phone, even though we know we shouldn't. So you might as well use it for something (laughs) positive, you know, like do that before you scroll through Instagram. Like I like to record mine while I'm walking to get coffee in the morning. And it's just a beautiful morning ritual. You know, I have my headphones on. I'm just chatting my head off to myself and walking around New York. And it's wonderful. I love it so much. It's like uplifting my spirits just like hearing about it. So I can't wait to give it a try. On that note, and probably like our last question, I'd love to ask you about like what you think about shame when it comes to or vulnerability when it comes to things like you know engaging in like a magical morning practice because I think for a Mm -hmm. lot of people it's so far out of their comfort zone I'd love Mm -hmm. to know like how you think that people can get past their kind of own internal judgments and really just like embrace these things and, and live in the moment and be a little bit more optimistic about how they engage with manifestation That's a great question. And I think all of these things, especially if you're an intelligent person or, you know, you are a good critical thinker, when these concepts get presented to you, it's extremely natural to have some cynicism or skepticism about them. And the real definition of skepticism is being willing to try something and test it out. It's not just writing it off because it doesn't make sense to you. There's a lot of things that don't make sense that work, whether we understand them or not. And, you know, I was an extremely goth, judgmental, cynical teenager (laughs) and into my early twenties. And the only thing that's that, yeah, right. I mean, all the best people were goths. I have to tell you like, but You will never know unless you try it. And you are really the only person standing in the way of you discovering these things for yourself. And, you know, listening to me is great, but words don't teach and only experience does. So it's if you want to try something different, if you do want to change your life, it's up to you to take the steps and do the stuff and test it out. No one else can do that for you. So I really recommend that people, if they feel cynical or skeptical, just try it. And even if you have to be like, even if you start your recording by just saying like, this is fucking cheesy and I feel like a dick, just do it and see how (laughs) it feels. And if it feels good, then do it again. And the other thing is if you start doing this practice and you don't feel like you have anyone you can share it with that feels safe, then don't share it with anyone. Just do it for yourself. And Mm -hmm. I think the more that you slip into this kind of world and you practice these things, the more you'll attract people who are on that same wave. And so you'll, you'll start to make friends that are totally down to do this. And, um, and that'll feel really good. So do it for yourself first, if that feels safer, you know? Yeah. Carla, that's been 
so much fun to talk about and thank you so much for being here. I'd love to ask where people can find you on the internet and if there's anything else that you've got coming up that you want to let people know about. Great. So um, I'm everywhere um, at Gala Darling and my blog is galadarling.com. I've been writing there for um, almost 12 years now. So there's so much content about, oh, fire engine, about um, (laughs) radical self-love and magic and all kinds of stuff. So there's lots of information. And I'm also coming to LA on August the 5th. I'm doing a live workshop. I think there's only like five tickets left right now. Um, But all the information (laughs) is linked on my Instagram profile. So if anybody wants to come along to High Vibe Honey on August 5th in downtown LA, you would be so welcome. Amazing. Thank you so much. HelloFresh is the meal delivery kit service that I love and adore because they send you, well, they shop for you, they plan meals for you, and they deliver step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you just cook, eat, and enjoy. There are three plants to choose from, classic, veggie, and family. I get veggie because of course I do. And if you're not a great cooker, like I'm certainly not, you can feel really confident when cooking HelloFresh because the recipes are so simple and they're outlined in these like beautifully photographed step-by-step instruction cards. And you definitely won't spend all night in the kitchen because all their recipes only take around 30 minutes. Handy. So that means you spend less time meal planning and grocery shopping and boring stuff like that every week and get to do more of the stuff you love, like hang out in the kitchen for half an hour and then eat. I love their pastas especially, but I also love the toasty pesto gnocchi. Oh my God, it's so yum. Gnocchi forever. For $30 off your first week of HelloFresh, visit hellofresh.com slash self-service30 and enter the code self-service30. That's right, you can get $30 off your first week of HelloFresh by visiting hellofresh.com slash self-service30 and entering the code self-service30. Okay, Daily Harvest, I love it so much. They deliver step-by-step, but they call it step-by-prep, clever, frozen plant-based eats right to your door with your choice of smoothies, savory harvest bowls, soups, functional lattes, overnight oats, and more. They make healthy eating so, so easy, and it's ready in as little as 30 seconds, so you can do a bit more of what you actually want to be doing. So I've previously told you about how amazing their smoothies are and how there's a chocolate avocado one that tastes exactly like chocolate yogurt, the best kind that's from Australia called chocolate yogurt. But they also have savory bowls and my favorite is the cauliflower rice and pesto bowl. It has sun-dried tomato bits in it as well and you just put it in the microwave for four minutes and it's like legit delicious. So all you have to do is add water or add your favorite milk to the cup and blend or just heat in the microwave or soak it's that easy and it's the perfect thing to have on hand for those days when you don't have time to cook and you're just like busy as hell so daily harvest is a really good option to fall back on when you're busy but it's also just the kind of thing that i want every day go to daily-harvest.com and enter promo code self-service to get three cups free in your first box that's promo code self-service for three free Daily Harvest Cups at daily-harvest.com. That's daily-harvest.com.
Next is everyone's favorite astro babe, Jessica Lignato. And today we're clearing up some bullshit about what our aspects are and how to use them to understand ourselves better. And of course, get our horoscope forecast for the week ahead. So listen up. Hey, everybody. Welcome to your astrology corner of self-service podcast. Today, we're going to be looking at the week of July 1st through the 7th. But first, I want to talk about something a little bit technical in astrology. You hear me using words like conjunct, sextile, square, trine, and opposite a lot. And the thing about astrology that I think is really fascinating and exciting is that it's a lot of math. And basically, when we're looking at the aspect or transit between two planets or two or more planets, we're really talking about the mathematical relationship between them. And then the astrology is the interpretation of what that math means. So here's my quickie cheat sheet for understanding aspects or transits. So the first aspect I'm going to tell you about is called a conjunction. And a conjunction is when two or more planets are sitting right on top of each other. They're conjunct. When planets are conjunct, they are sharing the same perspective, which means it can create blind spots or it can create a strength of perspective. Next, we have a 60 degree angle between planets and that's a sextile. Sextiles are generally a really creative dynamic flow of energy. You often don't notice sextiles because they're easy. Finally, we have a square. That's the one you notice. So a square is, as you'd expect, a 90 degree angle. And when two or more planets are forming a square to each other, it's a challenging aspect. It's a challenging experience for you. And generally, you have to struggle to figure out what you need to do or what's right. And that struggle is incredibly creative and productive, but can often be a pain in your ass. Next, we have a 120 degree uh, aspect, and that is called a trine. And that is a general flow of energy. When we see a trine, we see things are lovely and they're flowing and they're pretty easy. And then finally, we have an opposition, which you guessed it is 180 degrees apart, two or more planets, 180 degrees apart. And when we have an opposition, this is when we're most likely to project. We have a struggle and often that is conflictual. And this is a really, again, productive set of energies, but it's generally comes with some strife and you have to work for it. So that's my quickie decoder if you're trying to understand more about astrology. Okay, this week in the stars, I will tell you that there is actually not a great deal happening. On the first, we see the moon moves into Aquarius and it'll go through several signs until finally Saturday is in Taurus. There's a reason why I don't usually tell you guys about lunar aspects or lunar transits. It's because there are moods and they, the moon is moving very quickly and it's always shifting just like our moods. And so it can be really hard to track and talk about in a way that's kind of universal. But what I can tell you is universal is what's happening around the fifth. On the fifth, we have a sun trying to Jupiter and a Mercury opposition to Mars around this day and certainly this week, it may be tempting for you to jump to conclusions. Mercury opposition to Mars is kind of an annoying transit. It makes you feel irritable and it makes you kind of quick to get bored with things or restless so that you may want to jump to conclusions so you can kind of not have to deal with the boring details of a thing. The trick for this week is to make sure that you stay on track, that you allow your emotions to inform 
where you want to be and how you want to be instead of direct them so that you're more intentional. So my homework for you this week is to ask yourself, what do you want to grow? If you can pay attention to your moods, and when I say pay attention to your moods, I don't mean analyze your moods. I don't mean fix your moods, but instead bear witness to your moods as they ebb and flow. Really bear witness to how you feel in different situations at different times of day. Pay attention and bear witness to yourself without having an agenda. It's, I think, easily, easily agreed upon these days that we are in a really crazy time in, in the world. And how you manage your relationship to yourself, to your own feelings, your own felt experience is foundational to how you treat others what you have the vision to start or engage in, and the energy that you have to sustain those efforts. So this week's homework is incredibly simple, but that doesn't make it easy. Your homework is to be kind. Practice knowing the difference between enabling and supporting, diplomacy and authenticity, and also stirring the pot and processing with people that you trust. This is real simple, but kind of difficult. So it's a practice. You don't have to be a master at it, and you are free to make as many mistakes as it takes. The trick is to try. All right, my friends, thanks for listening in. And if you want more woo with me, you can go to my website at lovelenyato.com, or you can find me on social media at Jessica Lenyato, and that's on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. I'm all over the internet. Find me. All right. Thanks. Talk to you later. Bye. Thank you so much to the amazing Gala, my fellow Down Underer, and also Jessica for being so insightful as always. And thank you, you. Yes, you listening for being a part of it all. I hope you liked this episode. You can rate, review, and share it. Please do, even. And you can also hit me up at jerico.mandibo on Instagram with the topics that you want to learn more about. For example, tarot lessons, just an idea. And you can share more love via the hashtag self-service podcast. Bye.